Coming up on the Unpack Show. Um, I guess also with uh, a, a lot of faith, you know, yeah, having a lot of faith, believing in yourself more than anything else. You know, you gotta believe that you, you this is who you are. That's why I, I would always uh, encourage people to actually come back and understand yourself, understand yourself, who you are. What is your, your strong point? What is it that you can do uh, uh, different uh, in, 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 in the life of others and believe in making a difference to others? And start small. Don't, don't ever feel like you, you have to start this. You gotta start where you are. Start with what you have and what you can provide. Hello, family, and welcome to the Unpack Show podcast with myself, Jonas Baloui. Please join me as I sit down with guests to have meaningful conversation where we share ideas, opinions, and experiences that are about helping you to improve your life. Today, I'm joined by an inspirational man, James Kwakwa, the founder and creative director of Big Brothers Hug, a community building and welfare organization with the objective of creating awareness of mental illness. James' interest lies in helping people to live a more better and healthy life. James shared his knowledge and wisdom on Joanna Rick's show from UK, your TV show, and he was recently being hosted by Dr. Kumwezi Lemwezi. James has worked on many projects. In 2019, he invited art exhibition for young boys who recovered from drugs at Letabile Mall. In 2020, they recruited 20 matriculate learners and helped them to get learnership with SATA and Relate Educate. In February 2020, they did a beautification project at an NGO in Letabile that works with disability children. Friends, if you haven't already, please subscribe so that you can be notified when we release a new podcast. James, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jonas. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be to, to be hosted. Uh, I am the, the, the privilege, actually. It's a pleasure. So, James, uh, you yeah. know, I remember in 2019 when you invited an art exhibition for young boys in Letabile. I was there and I saw the amazing and beautiful work that you guys have been doing there. Looking at looking from uh, doing the work that is about inspiring and encouraging young boys to leave the street, it's amazing. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's important that we we, we do that. We we put uh, 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 two and two together as a community and work uh, in diversity to build our own community. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, that is important. We we had to rewrite something like that so that uh, we 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 unleash potential in communities. Because even though we are faced with many things that we are faced with right now, uh, in terms of like uh, drug-related issues and uh, other things that are really like affecting community, but we need to do our best to create and do something different. Yes, so James, uh, I, I would really want to know, um, why is it important for you to give back to the community? Mm, I believe that, you know, um, it doesn't even have to be important only for me. It has to be important for, for every individual, you know, for each and every one of us to understand that we, we are one. We, we, we have to or reserve whatever that we have. It could be that you have... Um, something to give, something that you have gained along the way uh, in terms of uh, many things that you have uh, acquired as a human being. Uh, 
important also at the same time to also share with other people that are maybe uh, doesn't have that privilege and doesn't have that opportunity to 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 actually express their potential. Yeah, yeah, I see. And you know what I really love about your organization? Uh, part of your objective is to create awareness of mental illness uh, and specifically for men. And I know that this early this year you were planning to do uh, a boot camp for spreading awareness. And why is it important for men to be knowledgeable about mental illness? Yeah, mental health is uh, it's quite uh, a critical uh, thing that could happen to uh, an individual. Uh, in, in most cases, in our black society, we don't really like uh, take it into consideration. We rather like choose to uh, live with it as a norm. Um, it's important that we educate, especially uh, local communities. We educate men, particularly, because men tend to be uh, people who are rather like uh, not uh, get themselves involved in uh, issues related to mental issues because some of the the, 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 the things they, 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 they think of mental health they would uh, relate it to being crazy or insane or something like that so it's important that we, we, we bring the education to the people so that people may know mental health can expect a lot of things in a, in a, in a, in a human life, in, in, in a person's life, actually. It can, um, a person cannot cope without, uh, with, with, with mental illness. Uh, a person may be limited in terms of like producing. So it's important that we deal with it first. So looking at the issue of gender-based violence also, uh, we believe that it could be also the foundation in terms of um, uh, the, 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 the the event of gender-based violence it could be that men uh, or someone in the relationship is suffering from mental illness or is suffering from mental distress. So it's important that uh, we actually engage in programs that are related with mental health. And then also, with the, regarding the boot camp, it's still going to happen uh, based on the fact that we are now in uh, lockdown, we are now... Uh, uh, with this uh, fitness that, 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 that is really, really like this, uh, uh, destroying uh, the country. But uh, after lockdown, we believe we will, uh, we will continue with the, with the boot camp because it's important that we gather men together and also like uh, educate and share with, with them uh, the, the, the experiences and also discuss uh, the problems that they are facing in life. So, in terms of men dealing with mental illnesses, um, specifically for men, uh, I would say that the reason why this abuse is because of men uh, normally don't talk about this kind of things. So, what kind yes. of impact or effect uh, can it have to someone? Yeah, as long as we, 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 we take, take it into consideration, I believe uh, immediately when you start to to disclose about your problems. That's where now you, you come to a rea realization that uh, uh, whatever that you are faced with is not really that hectic as much as you thought. Uh, um, basically, um, the, the, the issue of mental health, the issue of very uh, mental distress, is just that when somebody is, is, is in that space, they actually feel like there is no solution. But uh, when, whenever they come to a... Uh, 
to disclose that 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 may come to a realization of understanding what is not really much of a problem. Let me give you an example. When we have like um, uh, two two children, like let's say uh, two two young boys who are sitting there, and both of them they have the very same problem, but with a with, with different background. The other one is homeless. The, the other one like he is he, well established. He has like uh, both parents are living with him and also that. But now um, this one, uh, the one who is homeless, doesn't see suicide as a solution, but the one who has uh, uh, the background of the, the parents and the, the household is considering killing themselves. But when you put like that scenario together and when you try to illustrate to this one who's trying to commit suicide and tell them that uh, what do you think about this one who does not have those uh, children, who does not have like the uh, support of their parents and who does not have like the background that you have that when now they come to a realization that you know actually my problem is not really that big you know mm. it's, uh, yeah it's not really that much of a, a serious because when i look at this, this this other person that i'm faced with right now this person is going through a lot i mean i, I could be complaining about nothing i mean i can just uh, uh, deal with what, what, whatever situation that's going through, and then if I do this person, actually, what we have to do is to 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 to, to help this one who does to actually make a difference in in their life. So it's a matter of that. Mental health is a matter of uh, uh, making people be aware that you know whatever that you are faced with is not really as much as you know problematic as you imagine. You know. Mm. And uh, you are mentioning one of the most key factors that I believe it, it's part of the reason that leads men to, to, to experience mental health, right? Um, yeah. What other cases or situation influences men to deal with uh, or to experience those mental issues? I guess it's, it's always been the fact that men don't communicate, don't, don't, they don't disclose whenever they are going through a lot. I mean, we when we look at, like, even when we when we grow up as men, we, we tend to experience a lot of things, but we would rather like just keep quiet about that. We would rather just uh, keep them close. <laughs> Let's say, for example, you would be experiencing like, like uh, a lot of activity like man, that is happening to you, like uh, you, you find yourself masturbating a lot as a young man. Yeah. And then you, you start now to think that uh, you might have a problem and you start to be depressed. You start to think, what is this is this, this is actually something that's gonna harm me at so uh, that that all also only it leads to the depression. You become depressed as a young man because you you don't have that platform where you can just uh, ask somebody like Kepiso, you know, Brad Kepiso, hey, you know what, I found myself doing this too much. I don't know if it's normal or is it but it, it, like it, me being a big brother, I will just direct them and say, you know what? Don't worry, my boy, like, uh, this is normal. This is going to change. When you grow up now, when you find yourself, like, uh, being in a stable relationship and finding yourself, like, uh, uh, being established and all that, this all goes away. It's just a sort of being in a, uh, the adolescence or being in a, in a, in a uh, period of maturity and all that. It's going to pass. It's not a big deal. So now they become peaceful. They become relaxed. They don't have that depression anymore. It's a matter of like coming forward and, and communicating, you know, uh, in, uh, in that regard, it's also like bringing the foundation of 
young men to to actually normalize uh, going uh, to a doctor, you know, to uh, when whenever you that you are experiencing something that you are not familiar with, uh, uh, considering your body, you must just go and consult to a clinic or go to a, a doctor and ask them questions, and they will give you the right answer. Because sometimes you might find yourself being depressed by something that is not really a big issue. So right now that there are so many men who can be open about the things they go through and what would you advise that person to do if they don't feel comfortable to talk or they feel like they are not yet at a point that way they can talk to someone what kind of advice would you give to someone like that no it's important that men should come forward it's important that men should attend or the, the, the weekly discussions that we have because uh, as we speak right now, we are faced with this uh, this, 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 this situation, uh, gender-based violence, you know, and then it's really affecting the community, and it's really affecting the family. So it's important that as men, we should like stand our ground and actually be, uh, understand our position in the life of society, understand our position in the life of women, and take part. And, you know, I'm... I'm, 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 I'm really like uh, starting to, to have a problem with the issue of men complaining about being labeled as bankers, but at the same time, they are not coming forward, they are not using platforms to explain themselves, to actually stay away in terms of what is happening around. Men are killing women, and what are you saying as a brother? Your brother has killed a woman, and what are you saying about that? Are you making a difference? Are you, are you trying to justify this whole thing? Are you trying to educate other young men that we should like try to make a difference in terms of uh, uh, this whole thing that is happening. Are you uh, joining uh, hands with uh, uh, organizations like Big Brother's Heart and trying to understand what is the problem, what is the main cause, what is the foundation of gender-based violence? You know, like it's important that, you know, men should come forward, should, should talk. I mean, when you find yourself as a man that you are being mistreated in your relationship, that you choose to be quiet, at the end of the day, you choose to create something, some scenario that's going to affect the whole community. It's not really fair. I mean, you should have just come forward and then like tell us as men, because we are there, we have made this platform saying that whenever that you are going through it, whenever that you feel that you're going through something that is bad, that's not, uh, that is not killing you well, you should come to us, come to our office, and then communicate with us. We'll try our best to make you engage with professionals and they will help you with your situation. In that regard, we would have saved life. We would, have, we would make a, 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 a better society and a better community. Mm. And I, I must say that you are doing one of the most great work in terms of uplifting the men within communities. Yeah, so in, yeah, in, so. in, 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 in spreading awareness, are we really winning in this battle? and educating each other, we are winning. 
in terms of like uh, empowering also women, you know, giving women chance to to be empowered also, I think that can make also a difference. And I think by that, as a result, as we see like there are uh, women, women that we are seeing right now who are making it, you know, uh, their lives are becoming better. So in that regard, we would say that we are winning. We are winning, especially when we implement uh, programs that that are gonna uh, empower women, especially, and also looking at like uh, empowering a young man because. At the end of the day, what caused all this is that uh, a man would be going through a depression or maybe like a, 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 a distress for, the, for, for a lack of employment, you know. But when we try now to empower them and give them strategies on how to cope financially, how to become like economically productive in a community, that's when now we will see a difference. So this is what we actually try to do right now, to put more programs that are going to empower, rather than like uh, uh, campaigning and uh, saying ways that are not making a difference. But yeah. when we actually do something, we will see results that are really going to help society. So the, the, the programs that you implement every now and then, they are helping you to move closer to the goal of winning this battle? Yeah, it's all about uh, building uh, one self-esteem. You know, like when you when you when you when you have managed to build a, 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 a one a one woman self-esteem, I think like you have managed to to make a difference because now when they start to see themselves as being empowered to do things for themselves, can can be self-sufficient, can can actually work for their children. Because in most cases, you'll find that women are staying in this relationship because the fear of being left by the, the, the breadwinner or somebody who is like taking care of their their finances. Mm, that's something that most of the people are experiencing in our society. Yeah, true. true. So but James uh, working on a big organization such as yours, such as Big Brothers Hug, how do you manage to work and deal with different people? Big brother to every one of the people that we are with. 
So we have, uh, uh, speaking of doing a voluntary work, we have so many people who have a desire to start an, a non-profit organization, but they have fear for different reasons, such as NGO doesn't make profit. So for you, how, how is it like running a non-profit organization? So would you say that uh, some of the reasons why why people fail in in NGOs it's the, it's their approach and for you what has been working for you and observing from a distance it's, it looks like for you you are creating programs that that generate income s- to sustain the organization. Yeah, I guess that's all. That's always the 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 the, the, the case here. Uh, the the main thing for for you to sustain an organization. You must always have programs. First of all, you must have a business plan in place. Meaning, there has to be programs that you're going to be doing. For example, try to secure land. Ask the government to help you with that. Sometimes the government cannot help you with finances, but they can help you with the resources that you have. Ask them to give you a land and actually do the work of going out there, look for donations, for seeds, and all that, and plan and ask your team. Now you are creating uh, what we call like uh, uh, what is that uh, plantation, you know? Uh, and then in terms of creating that plantation, we must bring on board that the business plan. How are we gonna generate money out of this plantation? How are we gonna sell at the end of the day to raise uh, yeah, finances to our organization? So you know there are people out there who can say. This is a non-profit organization. It's supposed to help community. It's supposed to be about community development. So why are you, are you now making us to pay for programs? How do you approach a uh, such situation? No, you don't make people pay, pay for programs. You you create you 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 you, you, you create uh, what you call production. You understand? When you when you say like there's an artwork there, artwork cannot go for free. You understand? Yeah. Like, you gotta buy. It's something that sells. So when you have a, a group of young people who are creating artworks, those artworks at the end of the day, you must find a way for them to be in the market. In Africa, those young men, they are able to make money and the whole organization also is able to raise funds. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a non-profit organization with your experience? Yeah, I, I actually think it's a good thing like when because uh, it's not it's not even about uh, profit organization. It's about you being ha- uh, having that willingness to volunteer to to do like volunteer work in the community. I would always encourage each and each and every individual out there whenever like they have a spare time to do that. You know, to actually do voluntary work in the community to, to make a difference. 
Yeah. So it's all about uh, having a heart to to actually give to the community. It's all about that. Yeah, it's all about that. Because when you try now to to formalize it and make it like as if uh, you there's something that you are looking for uh, at the end of the day, it end up uh, it, 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 that way now it actually end up being something that's gonna give you a lot of sense because there's something that you're looking for. Um, rather than looking for making a difference in the community, but you're actually looking for government to give you funds, for lottery to give you funds, for many, many things. That's why you'll find somebody will be uh, 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 arranging an organization this year, and next year the, the organization is, does no longer exist because there's no willingness, there's no like... Uh, uh, that, 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 that strategy of saying sometimes you're going to do things that there will be no money. You know, mm. we, we just want to do it because we want to see a difference in the community. So the approach is very, very important when opening a not-profit organization and to prepare yourself for unstable circumstances such as period, a period whereby there's no money and you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, I mean, you... you gotta, it's not that there won't, there won't be money. Money will always be there. I mean, take a look at uh, organizations like SABC. I mean, it's an organization on its own. Yes. So, uh, 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 so you, 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 it's a matter of saying, look, uh, that, having that one individual who would uh, identify uh, a lack in the community and say, you know what, we like a radio station. Maybe let's try to create a radio station, you know. Let's do our best to actually um, uh, make the plan that in our community there will be a radio station. So now, we need people like that who will actually make uh, their own business to go out there and try to, to look for help and make a difference in the community. For instance, like you are doing a great job, you are, you are actually thoughtful, you would uh, organize something like this and then you would interview me, you, 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 you saw the need, you saw the need in creating uh, a platform, showing community leaders and uh, give them a platform to, to express themselves. So we need people like that, people who, who actually go out of their way and create a difference. Mm. So it seems like we, we really need to be creative as people. Creativity is, is, the, is the only thing that we need because uh, in, in, in Big Brother most of the time when individuals they will come to me and then they'll try to explain themselves as one individual who comes from a particular organization, you know, and they will represent that organization to me. But what I'll be interested in is not that organization. I will be inter interested in that individual, you know. What is it that they care? What is it that they want to do different, uh, to make a difference in the community, you know? Like, it's a matter of that. It's better to have a group of people who have that willingness and who have that potential to create something different in the community than to have an organization which full of people who have no vision and who have no, um, or what is that, stability, you know, and who does not bring uh, anything productive on board. Mm. So, in your journey, uh, what helped your organization to be sustainable as it is today? It's having a group of people who are willing to work, who are willing to make a difference. Yeah, you, you actually also have to be a motivational speaker. You know, because you gotta motivate them. You got to. It's time when they engage with you. They, they must leave your office feeling uh, like they are part of the society, making a difference. So you got to motivate. You gotta quench that, uh, that 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 that, that uh, potential out of them. You know, you got to make them feel.
James, this is very, very powerful. Uh, having to motivate your team to be inspired in each and every moment. How did you learn that? <laughs> because that's that's very very powerful and this is what i actually do with my team every now and then i would motivate them you know when they come to me with different issues different problems they come across i would always motivate them and i started to realize that helping yeah. uh, uh, being a leader you actually have to take care of the people who are in charge yeah tell me about motivation Remember what I said with the organization on its own, it says a lot about being a big brother. Yeah. So I gotta be a big brother for them before I can be a big brother for, to anyone else. You know, mm. I got to make them feel like they are they they they, they, they belong, right? and they can actually make a difference. So how do I do that? I guess like uh, in an, uh, in that regard, like I would I would also refer to the fact that I was raised by. Uh, a humanitarian mother who is doing a different in a community. So I get to learn a lot out from her, and also uh, just uh, having an opportunity to be raised in a in a family where there's a lot of uh, community work. You got to learn this experience. So uh, when you have that, you are actually transferring it to others and giving them hope. You know, whatever that you are doing, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Uh, someday or uh, one day or what I have. Remember, when you are a vision bearer, you you actually have to make them see what you are seeing. You know, mm. you actually have to put them in your in your position and let them see the direction that you are looking at and see that. You know, it could it, it can be hard now, but I can see the vision is is, is more 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 uh, uh, bad. It, there's more hope there. You know. Mm. Yeah. So, James, uh, what is it that is helping you on your journey to keep doing the amazing work you are doing and to be the person you are? Um, I guess also with uh, a, a lot of faith, you know, yeah, having a lot of faith, believing in yourself more than anything else. You know, you got to believe that you, you this is who you are. That's why I, I would always uh, encourage people to actually come back and understand yourself, understand yourself, who you are. What is your, your strong point? What is it that you can do uh, uh, different uh, in, 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 in the life of others? And believe in making a difference to others. And start small. Don't, don't ever feel like you, you have to start this. you got to start where you are. Start what, with what you have and what you can provide. Mm. Having to, ah. to, to make people realize what they can do to the lives of others. Yeah. And what I learned from from spirituality is that helping people to realize their purpose, yes. and that's it's one important. of the that's one of the most powerful thing that we can ever do. Mm. And you, you you have to do it out of your heart. You, you gotta you gotta make it real. You know, you have to you have to be that brother for them. They they got to feel that love. They have to feel it. That you know this person wants a different society, and it's not for him, but it's for me. And I will actually do that. Some, some of the, uh, in some parts, they will do it because, you know, Ketiso is behind me. You understand what I'm talking about? Mm. Mm. So, looking back to where you come from, uh, to this moment where you have people looking up to you, where you are inspiring a lot of people out there, what is it that you have learned about life? Um, 
I think everything is possible. That's what I've learned with life. Everything is possible. Uh, the problem is that we give up too easily. Uh, if we actually give it, give ourselves time, and it can be like recital, uh, uh, you know, mm. and believe so much that, you know what, even though at this moment it's not happening, but there will be a moment that will be different. And focus, you know, uh, focus, uh, master the, uh, the art of focus. You gotta focus, you gotta put your, 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 your give it your all. I mean, otherwise, why are you doing it if it's not giving it your all? You gotta give it your all and make it. Uh, if, um, I promise you, if you give it your all, it will happen. If you give it, there's no mistake that it, it's gonna happen. Mm. So, James, uh, I wanna ask this, this last question of the interview. So, how do you plan to position Big Brother's Hack in building a better world? Yeah, I mean, at, at the moment, like, uh, Big Brother is uh, actually engaging with other countries. Uh, we actually planning to do other programs with them that will also do the very same thing that we are doing in South Africa. So that's actually why I'm seeing it. The, the reason why we also, like, engage with the UK, we, we, we engage with the um, uh, USA, and uh, there will be a lot of programs that we're going to be doing with the international uh, organization that they will come and join us and we will be making a difference together. So in that, uh, uh, regarding that question, um, I, I really want to see Big Brother being uh, something that, uh, that can carry each and every individual who needs the, the, the help of Big Brother. Mm. So it's all about giving a, a helping hand to the community, to the lives of people. That is doing in, in the country. The big brother can also do it in Namibia. Uh, we have uh, uh, people who are in need as much as like uh, in, in the country and also in Namibia. So we, we can just expand our our territory and extend our hand and give. James, it's been a pleasure to be talking to you, to be having this amazing conversation and good luck with the work that you are doing to help improve our communities and the lives of the residents in each and every community. It's such, as a, it's, so it's, it's such an amazing and a beautiful work. I love that. Thank you so much, my good friend. Thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate the opportunity of, of, of talking to you, of having this conversation with you. And I also wish you the best with your with your um, your, your 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 company. And uh, yeah, I can see you doing a great job also. Thank you, James. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you for joining the podcast. If you would like a comment to be recorded on the podcast, send it to our WhatsApp number zero six one four five three zero nine six zero. 061 453 0960